0: Welcome to the Penny and Pops podcast. This is uh, Dispatch from L.A. Part 2. I am Adam Pops, Papa Giorgio. The Magic didn't fare too well on a rainy Thursday night on the second night of their back-to-back in L.A. They fell at Staples Center to the Clippers, but that's okay. They're still the 7th seed in the East. They're doing all this without a true backup power forward or a backup point guard. They're 20-22 and on the season, 2-2 and on this road trip. And you know what? We got one win from L.A., Let's go. Okay, I'll save the Clippers game for last, but uh, it is still raining right now. I'm recording uh, almost at midnight uh, L.A. time on a Thursday night, so it would be very early Friday morning on the East Coast right now. Uh, it pretty much started raining during the Magic Clippers game, and it hasn't stopped. It's, it's more like a, a drizzle that's a little on the cool side than, than like the rain that we would be used to in Orlando. Uh, where it's almost like catastrophic almost um this is this is fine but it's kind of funny how how just uh, unhappy or just how um almost i, it, I don't want to say psychotic almost hysterical uh LA folks are when when it rains it's it's very fascinating and it's a complete polar opposite from how from how nice the weather was this morning i had to wake up uh early because uh, at the uh at the apartment slash hotel that i'm at uh i didn't want to pay 30 bucks for valet parking so thankfully i found a meter right on sunset that uh that it's parking's free until about 7 a.m and then your car gets towed because uh people got to get to work so i had to wake up at like six in the morning I had to get ready, hop in literally right at 7 a.m. Myself and the two other people that were parked in front of me literally hopped in their car, our cars at like 6.59 and bolted. So that was just very funny, ironic timing. But I uh, had to go back to LAX, drop off the very nice Nissan Altima I had uh, to the Hertz dealership, and then uh, come back. Uh, I'm, as much as uh, you know, I love driving, Uh, Anyone that knows me knows I just like driving be it a road trip or just casually checking out a city like I did with LA as well Um, along with the traffic being a pain it's 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 way worse than I 4 obviously, but uh, it's you know I'm a patient guy that didn't bother me, but having to pay 350 a gallon per gas Which is about a dollar more than what it is in Orlando is uh, it's not ideal and I didn't feel like uh, I I would want to pay that for several days upon you know for a trip so one day was good enough for me but um i did do a paramount movie studio tour today and anyone that knows me knows that i am kind of a film nerd i'm about 70 percent through the imdb top 250 uh movies of all time and uh you know paramount studios even though they don't do you know big films at that lot anymore they do more like tv series um I mean the biggest one that they're doing right now is actually "This Is Us," which people love on NBC. I don't watch it, but um, you know it was a sixty-dollar tour uh, for about two hours. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, there was a lot of cool props and just a lot of stories about history. How like a parking lot can is is basically like a, a pool for that for waves or a beach scene or whatever um, on the side and. There's just a lot of crazy history. I got to sit on the Forrest Gump bench um, and then uh you know just want to thank uh Ava my tour guide. I wish her all the best in uh in her uh quest to become a screenwriter she uh hopefully she'll uh, she'll do fun things but um I do recommend the tour if if you don't if you haven't watched you know s- classic movies or i mean. You know, there's mentions of, like, Sunset Boulevard and, like, there's, like, Lucille Ball references and stuff. So, I mean, they go back. They go back to, like, RKO days in, like, the 30s and stuff and 40s. So, um, if you haven't watched, like, some, some of the more greater uh, historical uh, movies, um, or greater movies in history anyway, um, you know, then maybe it's not the best tour for you. But I, I had a great time and just the history itself was fun. So... Um, from there, I pretty much, uh, well, I hit up in El Pollo Loco, um, as much as I like this city and it's, it's actually been an issue, uh, you know, and other West coast cities that I've seen, but there's a really evident, uh, homeless epidemic or problem that's going on right now that it just seems to keep growing. I mean, this is my second time in LA or second time on the West coast. And it seems to be worse now than what it was four or five years ago. And i don't know uh what city or county officials have to do to address that but you know as beautiful as and fun as some of these places are it's it it pulls at your heartstrings when you see like tent cities of of homeless or like an entire street row full of of tents or just people huddled up under blankets and stuff it's it's bad and you know if i was a billionaire or something i'd I'd love to help resolve the problem but um, you know the the best thing we can do is is i guess ask questions of our voted officials and uh and go from there but i didn't i didn't think i'd bring up homelessness but there you go it it popped in my head anyway but um let's get to beer so i went to a few really awesome breweries as well uh towards the east downtown portion of la so a little bit further east of what through the staples center would be basically but I guess it's kind of a hipster area over there. It it looked like it to me anyway. Um, You know who can describe what a hipster is anymore anyway, right? I I could probably go for a hipster if I wanted to, but um, you know I could pass off for a lot of things anyway. So I I went to a couple of breweries. One of them was called the Art uh, Arts District Brewing. Um, Really cool spot. Uh, They have like a a silo thing that looks like. uh, like, one of those uh, seltzer uh, drinks that people are are, are crazy over. Um, but they have, like, this arcade in there, and uh, they offered some pretty good flight options to me f- to try. And, uh, you know, re- really cool spot. Like, I, I, I saw a lot of people, you know, I got there at about... 4 p.m., a little before that, and people were getting off work, get, you know, getting drinks there, and it looks like a place you could go if you've had a long day or just want to hang out with friends. Um, now, the other brewery I went to, which is literally, like, two blocks from this place, not even, it's called Angel City Brewing. This place is huge. It might be, like, the biggest brewery I've ever seen, and not just for, like, I mean, just the size of this building. I guess they used to make cables or something back in, like, the 1920s in this factory, it's like a three-story building, just gorgeous building the way they've they've made, you know, they they've basically, you know, just made it art almost. But I mean, they can they, they I was talking to the bartender and they they have like 600 people that they fit in there on the weekends. I mean, this place is huge and it's a really fun place. They had a, games all over the place. Um, and I would if I lived here, I'd go there quite often, and it looks like a lot of people have. Considering that they told me that place has been open seven years, and it's still packed all the time, so good for them. Um, uh, so before I, I, I trekked to uh, Staples Center, I uh, you know that was you know the Clipper game was also seven thirty tip, um, so I had a little bit of time. So around like five thirty, I uh, I went to uh, Grand Central Market for dinner. Um, it's it's basically a a place that's got a whole wide variety of cuisines and and just businesses and restaurants just trying to to make a living and providing awesome food. Um, I went to this uh, I guess I guess it's a Filipino stand I, I could be wrong but it was called sorry sorry because what I had was this uh, Pinoy barbecue ribs bowl that was absolutely ridiculous the ribs like melted off um, off the bone and. It cost 18 bucks which seems high but they give, they gave you a good portion of ribs and you know they put the egg on top of the rice as well and it's it was good. I I was very pleased with it. And um, you know it, the Grand Central Market, it's one of those places where you could go like every every for every meal of like a 4 week stay and you still wouldn't try like everything or, or you wouldn't try all of like the main dishes basically that that are there. So uh, very very cool place, and then uh, you know right before I um, I had I went to this place called uh, McKellar Bar, which uh, I guess people were telling me it just open. It's not too far from Staples Center. It's like a couple blocks or like a eh, a little longer than that. It's like a five ten minute walk. But I uh, I had this beer called the Staff Magician, and hoped it'd give us good luck tonight for the game. It didn't quite work out, but. Uh, it's just another one of those cool places where if you're hanging out with people or trying to even just go on a date or just meet somebody, it's it's a fairly spacious place that just seems like a place with good vibes. So um, let's get to the Magic game now. So the Magic didn't have Michael Carter-Williams or DJ Augustine. Fournier was back uh, for this one. He had missed the Laker game with that right quad contusion, and Evan started, of course. Now Augustine... Is all of a sudden now going to be out at least three to four weeks? He's going to be reevaluated because he uh, he had an MRI and they found a knee bone irritation, which I don't think I've ever heard of knee bone irritation used uh, from a professional uh, uh, professional sports perspective. So, um, but it obviously doesn't sound great that he's going to yeah, that August going to be out a month. He's going to be out past the trade deadline, past the All Star break, so. He can't be traded he's going to be a free agent in the summer anyway so um you know i don't suspect any foul play from anyone obviously and you can't fake a fake an mri anyway but um you know it it's it's one of those where had the magic fallen off a cliff you could have seen the magic trade augustine to you know a playoff contender or maybe like a championship contender but i mean the magic are the seventh seed we're 20 and 22 um you know even after this this horrible 125 to 95 loss or 122 to 95 loss um it's not a great way that you want to start the second half of the season but considering you know the magic are pretty deep in this road trip now they just had that huge energetic emotional win over the lakers the night before you could kind of see this game coming even with the clippers and doc rivers resting paul george they still got Kawhi Leonard, who many consider to be the best player in the NBA, and I mean he's got the championships to prove it. I'm not gonna say he's not. Um, you know, some people might say LeBron or Giannis or but um, you know, it's it, Kawhi's Kawhi's good. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, and it just it, it wasn't it wasn't a great def- night uh, defensive night for Aaron Gordon either. Like it was, you know, when he went up against LeBron, even though LeBron had those 19 assists last night. You know the 19 points that LeBron scored wasn't enough. It wasn't. Uh, it it wasn't his typical efficient night. And uh, Aaron made LeBron work hard, and that played a big role down the stretch of last night. This one, Kawhi got off to a great start. Um, he he had a very casual second half. I mean, he finished with 32 points, but the majority of his points came in the first half. And I mean. The guy we really got to talk about, I guess, is Montres Harrell because Vooch had a terrible night on the defensive end, basically. Um, and then Mo Bamba was just a complete disaster on both ends. Bamba got Harrell the majority of the night, but even when Vooch was up against Harrell, they couldn't they couldn't keep him away from you know being more than two feet away from the rim. He had all these gimmies, and that's why Harrell kept getting all these and one opportunities. And it, it was just a frustrating night uh from a defensive perspective i mean the magic from a point from a points per game perspective have the best defense in the league i'm assuming they'll still have it even after giving up this 122 but i mean even without eyes i mean they they really needed isaac tonight this is one of those where you really needed jonathan isaac um you could have used a healthy michael carter williams um you're out there again relying on kem birch playing power forward when he can't play power forward um the Magic didn't have a true backup point guard, and it came to bite them, this, you know, on this night. Uh, but yeah, even going back to the forward stuff, I mean, both Gary Clark and B.J. Johnson didn't do anything. They, and again, these guys are ten-day contract guys or two-day, you know, two-way player guys that you can't expect them to be great every night. They both were awesome against the Lakers last night, and it just they they couldn't get they couldn't get involved in this one. Um, you know, a one-do went from a career high of like 19 points to he had a super quiet night as well. He finished with eight, but some of that came when the game was pretty much out of hand. Um, Vooch had the 22 and nine, but again, defensively, he, he, there was, there was some stuff missing. Um, Fournier looked kind of rusty, six of 15 from the field, 15 points, just not really his, his kind of night. Um, Aaron Gordon looked pretty good. Um, you know, even though defensively he... He looked a little worn out. I mean he I the people I was sitting around in section like one oh three, they um you know, they pointed out that they were wondering like why he was limping and stuff and it's like he's he's kinda doing that now. <laughs> he's he's doing what basically Kawhi was doing all last postseason and even now where there's kind of a limp in that gate of his and uh you know, be it the, the calf it worry or the Achilles heel worry, pick a leg, pick a foot, pick a pick a leg, you know, it just doesn't matter. It's there's concern there and again second night of a back-to-back you can't expect Aaron to be on on full cylinders especially with all the energy he exerted last night um and then looking at Fultz he got off to a really slow start and that's probably you know and eh, let me get a little bit more detailed as far as how the game panned out or how uh how, how stuff went basically. But, um, I spent a hundred bucks on this Clipper game, just like I spent a hundred bucks on the Laker game. My seats for this Clipper game way, way better. Um, I was in section 103 row 11. I wasn't up in the 300 level. Um, Staples center, the lower bowl is very small as well. Like it's, it's very, it's on the skinny side. You can walk around it really quick even though it's it seems to be narrow like i i was surprised at how quickly you're able to walk around the lower bowl concourse um you know last night i was up at, i was up top and i guess you they you can actually smoke on one of the patio views up top um i'm, I'm a non-smoker but i just found that interesting um, and then i guess it was korean heritage night just something random out there um I didn't see too much special stuff done for Korean Heritage Night. Um, but there you go. So uh, there's a very decent amount of Magic fans tonight. Um, it, it was, I didn't mention it in the previous pod, but there was a, a good sprinkling of them at the Laker game as well on Wednesday night. But, um, you know, this Thursday evening, the Magic uh, fans really came out for this Cl- Clipper game, probably because tickets were way cheaper and easy, much more easily obtainable um and it was really cool seeing a whole bunch of out magic outfits and jerseys and i know I, it looked it maybe it, it looked like a lot of these people were probably local to la um but it, it's it's nice to see all these magic fans out there and uh yeah it was it, it was really cool it's too bad the magic couldn't get into the game uh late or make it a game late because i would have been curious to to see or hear what the what the crowd reaction would have been like but um it was it was nice being behind the mat sitting behind the magic bench you just kind of see like some of the coaching activities and just how the magic players and bench were reacting um you know the clippers began the game they went up like 18 uh early on and uh you know they shot like 65 percent out of the gate. Um, you know, the Magic were down one, or were down eight points after one quarter. But the second quarter got pretty brutal. Um, Magic were leaving a lot of points to be desired at the rim; like they just weren't finishing like they were the night before. Again, some of that's fatigue. Some of that was a little bit unlucky. Some of that's the Clippers are, are can be a really good team defensively. I mean, they just can. So, um, you know, Montrezl Harrell was eating Mo Obamba you know, alive early. Volts couldn't get a shot going until the second half. Um, the Clippers were up 67-48 at halftime, but it was one of these games where even like with six minutes to go in the, in the game, in the fourth quarter, I actually thought the Magic could come back. It's just, you know, they, I, and I, I heard Clifford a little bit in the post game was saying how his team, you know, lacked energy or whatnot. I don't, it wasn't really that, maybe focused defensively, but energy I thought was there. It's just the Clippers were just better, and I mean, I personally think the Clippers will per, will win the NBA title this season. I mean, they got Kawhi Leonard. I'm not betting against that guy. And if they get Paul George back healthy and – if I mean, if both those guys, Kawhi and Paul George, are healthy in the playoffs, I, I wouldn't bet against them. I really wouldn't. So, um, you know, it's – it's you know again the magic were down 19 at halftime the Clippers shot 55 percent the magic were at 36 percent ross was the literally the only magic players to score in that first half and you just can't have that um but the magic bench is is very short i mean it's 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 very thin and again when you're relying on guys like gary clark and uh and bj johnson uh, there's gonna be nights where it's gonna get really ugly and and it did tonight um Foltz did get going a bit in the third quarter, but again, you know, all that momentum kind of went out the window when Kem's just he can't hold down the power forward position. It, it was just a, a very noticeable rough outing, and it's unfair to him and Emil Jefferson to expect those guys to play power forward. They're they're centers. They they are, be it undersized centers, whatever. They play center. They don't have the shooting range to be able to spread out the you know, spread out defenses and help the offense. So the offense gets bogged down or stalls out, and then you're. You know, in situations where you're forcing shots up, and you know when it's, when they're not dropping, you get out of games really quickly, and that's kind of ha- what happened with guys like Fournier. Um, we rode Terrence Ross to the to the bitter end, man. I mean, he. <laughs> He, I, I, was surprised he only ended up with 15 shots. He shot five of 15, but I could have sworn he had 25 shots in the game. He, he kept launching, and he finished with 16 points. He was literally the only bench guy that that did anything on the evening, and it's tough. It's, it's one of those games where, look, you know, when when you go and you spend the money, you obviously want to win, and you or you want at least, at least a close game down the stretch. But uh, you know, it's one of those where. The Magic used up so much energy, and it the stars line where they got the win against the Lakers, it just was not going to happen against the Clippers, especially when the Clippers are fighting for playoff positioning. I mean, they were, you know, a couple of days ago, I think the fifth seed. I think now they're either fourth or third now. But I mean, they they need to keep winning if they want to get you know a top two seed in in the Western Conference playoffs. So, um, I thought there was a chance late where uh you know the magic would would make it a game uh, they went on like an eight zero run and they were down 91-76 entering the fourth um the Clippers were just too physical I mean they got away with a lot of stuff too they got away with a ton of bumping on defense and you notice that when you're sitting close you know when it comes to screens when it comes to just boxing out or, or not even just boxing out but just screens fighting through screens just trying to create space and I mean, I, I thought the Clippers were getting away with some stuff that the Magic no way in hell would have gone away with had they had they tried it. And so, um, you know, one, and then, you know, the Magic were down 15, entering the fourth, and then again, Montres Harrell's out there getting one-foot looks at the rim with ease. And, you know, I think the Magic had it within 14 briefly in the fourth, but, again, the Clippers just kept extending that lead. And <laughs> probably, not probably, definitely the loudest moment of the night, uh, was when Emil Jefferson missed two free throws late in the fourth quarter in garbage time to uh, give everybody in Staples Center uh, free Chick-fil-A sandwiches, which I guess is a promo that has go- goes on every fourth quarter at a Clipper home game where, um, you know, again, if you're in the fourth quarter and you got somebody at the line shooting two, if they miss both free throws, they everybody gets free chicken sandwiches. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know what that says about the Clipper fan base that they're super hyped about uh you know sandwiches more than wins but again they i guess they got both tonight so we can't we can't criticize them on that but um i mean that's it from a from an update perspective i'm here a few more days i fly out sunday morning um you know tomorrow i'm gonna be or sorry friday uh i'm gonna be out at the beach probably it's gonna be cold it's still raining right now i think this rain's gonna bring even slightly more colder weather so but I'll be checking out Santa Monica, and I'll be checking out Venice Beach, and then uh, you know we'll go from there. To the final day or so, the magic will go on, and uh, hopefully, uh, successfully conclude their uh, their road trip. You know they're out west; uh, they're uh, out in Golden State uh, to finish up the western portion of this trip on Saturday. Hopefully, that's a win. Uh, that'd be really nice, and then uh, hopefully they conclude the uh, the full six game road trip in Charlotte. With a win on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, that's that's always a tough one when uh, when you're playing a slightly earlier game during the week, and then also uh, you know you're concluding a very a long, a long, long, long West Coast trip. So, uh, but that's about it. And uh, you know we appreciate you listening to another episode of the podcast. Obviously, Penny's not here to speak for himself, but I, I wish he was here for this trip, and I, I got I think he he'd like to be out here as well. Uh, but please subscribe and give us a wonderful rating. Tweet us any of your questions and feedback. Penny's Twitter handle is at Spencer Strode. My Twitter handle is at PapaGiorgioMBO. And with that, go magic, take care, and just win. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Get out the way.